Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Super Bowl 55 is set for February 7th at Raymond James Stadium, Bucks Chiefs on CBS. That is our lead story for this morning's Buzzcast. It is Monday, January 25th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Watched some football yesterday. That first game, really, really exciting. Now the Super Bowl will be between Tom Brady, the 43-year-old, and Patrick Mahomes, the 25-year-old. Tom Brady will be playing in his 10th. Super Bowl going for his seventh ring. So great storylines behind both of the quarterbacks. This will be the first home game for a Super Bowl team. And of course, the early Vegas line favors the Chiefs by just over three points. Now, the NFL will have 22,000 fans at Raymond James Stadium, 14,500 ticket buyers, and about 7,500 vaccinated healthcare workers who are invited guests of the league. So that is a strong move. Now, Raymond James Stadium has capacity for about 65,000. So this will be very socially distanced. Of course, all fans will be required to wear masks. All tickets for the Super Bowl will be on mobile devices. That's the first time all tickets will be mobile first for the Super Bowl. Now, the NFL is providing the free tickets to the vaccinated healthcare workers who will attend the game. Most of them will come from the Tampa area, but this is interesting. Additionally, each NFL team, other than the Bucks, will invite four vaccinated healthcare workers from its market and pay for airfare and hotel costs. So the NFL doing the right thing by bringing 7,500 vaccinated healthcare workers to the Super Bowl. Another indication of how this game is different than other Super Bowls, the AP is reporting this morning that for the first time since 1983, Anheuser-Busch isn't advertising its main Budweiser brand during the Super Bowl. Instead, it's donating the money it would have spent on the ads to coronavirus vaccination awareness efforts. Good move by Anheuser-Busch. Now, it still has four minutes of advertising during the game, and they will use that on other brands, Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade, and Michelob Ultra. Those brands are apparently some of the hottest sellers for Anheuser-Busch, particularly among younger viewers, according to the AP. Now, remember, PepsiCo isn't advertising its biggest brand, Pepsi. It's focusing on Mountain Dew and Frito-Lay products. Other Super Bowl mainstays like Coca-Cola, Audi and avocados from Mexico are also not advertising during Super Bowl 55 on CBS. So you see just how different this year's game is. A couple more NFL-related items. Andrew Marchand from the New York Post reported over the weekend that ESPN will talk with recently retired quarterback Philip Rivers about joining the network as an NFL analyst. However, sources said that the plan at ESPN is to bring back the Monday Night Football crew of Steve Levy, Louis Riddick, 
and Brian Greasy for the 21 season. They do hope they could use Philip Rivers, though, in other capacities. News breaking this morning around the EPL is that Leeds United Football Club and the San Francisco 49ers announced a new investment by 49ers Enterprises, which brings the total minority ownership stake in Leeds United, managed by 49ers Enterprises, to 37%. Now, remember, initially in 2018, 49ers Enterprises purchased 15% of Leeds United. Now they upped that stake to 37%. Again, this now means that Parag Marate, who is the 49ers Enterprises president and current board member of Leeds United, becomes the vice chairman of Leeds United and the EPL club. So Marate has always been interested in global football. He has definitely led this investment by 49ers Enterprises, who definitely feel there was a real runway for growth for Leeds United, and that's why they are increasing their stake in that organization. Let's shift to news that broke Friday by our own John Oran, and that's NBC shutting down NBC Sports Network, the sports cable channel, by the end of this year. So by the end of 2021, NBC Sports Network will be shuttered. For NBC, it's part of a bigger strategy to grow its Peacock streaming service while also boosting the programming on USA Network. So the plan right now is to move some of the bigger sports properties like the NFL, NASCAR, and the EPL off NBC Sports Network. They'll move those to USA Network. USA Network will almost become like a TBS or Turner with a mix of programming, dramatic programming, scripted programming, and sports programming. Meanwhile, smaller properties that are on NBC Sports Network will likely have to find a new TV outlet and likely be moved directly to Peacock. Now, Iran noted that the real question here is how the NHL reacts to going to the USA Network because the NHL on NBC Sports Network really was a good fit for that league. And of course, the NHL's deal with NBC ends after this season. They've made it clear that they want to split their rights between at least two TV networks. And the NHL has made it clear that it wants to split its rights between at least two television networks. NBC has reportedly told the NHL that it will carve out regular windows on both the broadcast channel and USA Network. Remember, USA Network's in 86.2 million homes, and some games will also be on Peacock. NBC's other sports channels, the Golf Channel and the Olympic Channel, will not be affected at all. So the bottom line here, NBC shutting down the sports network, looks to build USA Network into a TBS TNT model, but also, of course, strengthen its Peacock streaming service, which has had a nice start since it launched fairly recently. And on three other stories, the University of Michigan's athletic department is shutting down for two weeks Due to confirmed cases of a COVID-19 variant strain, that shutdown will affect all sports, including sports that are currently in season, like men's and women's basketball, volleyball, and ice hockey. So unfortunate news at the University of Michigan with confirmed cases of that COVID-19 variant strain. The San Jose Sharks, they are giving new definition to the term road warrior. They will not return to Santa Clara County, their home market, until at least the middle of February. Citing Santa Clara County's ongoing ban on contact sports, the Sharks will play their first two scheduled home games 
February 1st and February 3rd at Gila River Arena in Glendale, Arizona. Their next scheduled home games are February 13th and February 15th. They could be back in Santa Clara by then. So the Sharks are the only U.S.-based pro sports team currently in action that is unable to play games at their home arena or stadium. The team is playing 14 of their first 18 games as the visitor, again, their first two home games, February 1st and February 3rd, will be played in Glendale, potentially returning to Santa Clara, potentially in mid-February. And finally, let's end with this, and this is a story to watch. The Miami Heat, always one of the more forward-thinking organizations in sports. They are bringing back fans to American Airlines Arena starting this week, but they will use coronavirus-sniffing dogs at the arena to screen fans who plan to attend their game. The Heat have been working on this plan for months, and the highly trained dogs have been in place for some of the games where the Heat have allowed only a handful of friends and family to be at American Airlines Arena. The Heat will keep capacity under 2,000 fans for now. That starts Thursday night where ticket holders can attend, just 2,000 of them. But the coronavirus-sniffing dogs will be there. Fans arriving for the game will be brought to a screening area, and the detection dogs will walk past the fans. If the dogs keep going, the fan is cleared to enter the arena. But if the dog sits, that's a sign it detects the virus, and the fan will not be allowed entry into the arena. So keep your eye on how this is executed starting Thursday night with the heat at American Airlines Arena. So that is your morning buzzcast for Monday, January 25th, the start of another week. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great Monday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.